Hello, you're listening to Sarah Archer in episode 142 of the Speaking Club podcast. Do you recognise this definition of the word tomorrow? A mystical land where 99% of all human productivity, motivation and achievement is stored. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Hey! Thank you for joining me again. So, consider this episode as a coaching intervention. The message might press your buttons, but I'm sharing it with the best of intentions. I genuinely want you to become a speaker that can grab attention, engage and entertain, to shift perspectives and motivate people to take action. But you won't be able to do that if you're stuck yourself. Okay, let's get into this. The first thing I want to do is ask you a question. Are you getting the results you want with your speaking? If the answer is no, it could be that one of these applies to you. You've listened to every Speaking Club podcast, read some speaking books, possibly even mine, maybe even taken a course, but you've remained in a state of learning rather than doing. Or there is always something else that needs to happen before you feel ready to try telling stories or using a bit of humour. If either of these resonate with you, I want you to consider stopping listening to the speaking club. That's because I want you to put the learning into practice. I might have mentioned uh, on the podcast before that I started skateboarding earlier this year. Back in the 70s, I had a skateboard. It was a little red pointy one. And I always wanted to learn how to do it properly. And I pictured myself in the Californian sunshine riding the bowls. But as an eight-year-old girl in southwest London, it wasn't on the cards. So seeing as I'm turning 50 next year, I thought I'd have another go. And I particularly wanted to learn a trick called an ollie. It's where you flip the skateboard up into the air and then land on it again. And it's so you can get up curbs and jump down steps and things. So I bought my skateboard. I bought all the protective gear. I bought an online course. I read blogs and I watched many, many, many YouTube videos. I knew exactly how to do an ollie, even broken down into each of the component steps. But for weeks and weeks, I was too scared to apply that knowledge and have a go. I just didn't want to fall off. Fortunately, I met a lovely guy at the local skate park who was coaching some kids and he took me under his wing and showed me how to practice it without too much danger. I still haven't done it properly and I'm still petrified of falling off. But I'm making progress because I'm taking action and putting the learning and knowledge into practice. You see, 
books, podcasts, events, training courses, they're all valuable to fuel your mind and fill you with ideas and knowledge. But all the knowledge in the world means nothing if you don't act on it. There is a critical difference between knowing and doing, as you'll probably have experienced from riding a bike, swimming or even driving a car. I know from my own experience as an entrepreneur that consuming knowledge makes you feel like you're moving forward. But learning without application is just like being on a treadmill. It might feel like you're in motion, but you're actually staying put staying safe and staying small. In order to grow and move forward, you need to be taking action, even if it makes you feel uncomfortable. In my experience and opinion, there is no scenario where you can become a great speaker, leader or successful entrepreneur and stay in your comfort zone. There is a direct relationship between uncomfortable moments and success. And the more uncomfortable situations you face, the more likely you'll find situations that result in your greatness. But only 2% of the population are willing to step outside their comfort zone. Are you in that 2%? Maybe you think you're good enough already. But is that really true? I heard a fantastic TED talk recently by a leading surgeon called Atul Gawande. He was exploring how you can become great at something. He'd spent years studying and training so that he could practice surgery, become an expert and save lives. And in the early years of his career, he measured the complications that followed his surgery to track his improvement. Eventually, the number of complications plateaued and his performance stayed consistent. And that's where many of his colleagues in the medical profession were prepared to settle. But Atul didn't want to settle because he felt the question to be answered was not how good he was, but how good he could be. He discovered that there were two schools of thought around improving performance. One view was that you improve through practice and managing your own improvement. The other view came from the world of sports and is you're never done everybody needs a coach. He noticed that there were a number of problems that came from trying to manage your own improvement. Firstly, you don't recognise the issues that are standing in your way, or if you do, you don't necessarily know how to fix them. And the result is that somewhere along the way, you stop improving. And he recognised that that's what happened to him. So he hired a former professor to observe his surgeries. And the surgery that was observed went fantastically well. So Atul was expecting very little feedback. But he was surprised at the end to find his coach had a page of notes with feedback and suggestions for little improvements that he could make in the operating room. And from that experience, Atul defined what great coaches do. They are your external eyes and ears, providing a more accurate picture of your reality. They're recognising the fundamentals breaking your actions down and building them back up again. And he took those suggestions on board and continued to be coached and he began to improve again. And eventually the number of complications began dropping again. I love that story. And that's what I love about being a coach. 
I started this podcast to help people become awesome speakers. I've shared tips and tools and techniques for building confidence, creating engaging content and delivering it powerfully. But I believe that there are three pillars that you need to incorporate into your speaking journey to continue growing that this podcast can't help you with. And these are practice of new and fundamental speaking skills, testing of your message and content and experiential learning through external feedback, coaching and accountability. And I want to touch briefly on all of these. Now, we've talked about the importance of practice for the development of new skills, but it's also critical for keeping the fundamentals sharp. You know, this is summed up in that saying, use it or lose it. See, once you've become proficient at something, you need to keep practicing the skill, not only to maintain that standard, but to have a platform to build on. And certainly with speaking, practice also creates confidence. I love hearing about Michael Jordan, probably the best basketball player ever. Even though he was able to perform the most advanced shots, he never missed out practicing the fundamentals because he recognised that they were the foundation of everything else. So you need to keep practising, whether that's just you videoing and reviewing your speaking yourself or ideally practising in front of someone else who can give you feedback. The next pillar of growth is testing your message and content. This is important because there are two aspects to speaking, and I'm sure I've covered this before. There's what you say and how you say it, because you can be the most entertaining and engaging speaker in the world. But if your content sucks and your message isn't clear, then it won't be worth anything. Equally, you can have the best content and the most compelling message in the world. But if you're boring as hell, you're never going to get an audience to pay attention long enough to hear it. So you need both the content and the delivery to be good. Testing your message and content is about throwing stuff out there to check three things. Firstly, is it right for your audience? Secondly, does it land with your audience in a way that moves them towards the change you want them to make? And lastly, does it feel aligned with your authentic voice and mission? The trouble is that finding a safe space and a willing audience to listen to and feedback on these things, I know it can be challenging. So most times you're just going to have to put it out there and see what gets engagement and what doesn't. But if you can find an audience to practice in front of, that would be great. Because then if you can do that, if you've got a big talk, a networking pitch or a webinar and, you know, doing things organically is great, but the algorithms are killing the reach of organic posts. So it's getting harder to get things in front of your audience without resorting to that paid advertising. The last pillar is experiential learning. And this is all about doing it and getting feedback, coaching and accountability. Just like Atul, the surgeon, I'm a great believer in the power of coaching. I have invested tens of thousands in coaching and development for myself and everything that's important to me. I've had a comedy coach to help me nail my persona for stand-up. I had an acting coach to help me with my performance. I hired a director to coach me when I was doing my one-woman shows and I've got marketing and business coaches and at the moment I've also got my skateboard coach. And I've seen the transformation that coaching has facilitated in my own clients and students. 
As Atul said, no matter how good we think we are, all of us have blind spots we can't see ourselves. And even if we can see them, we may not know how to work through them. And lots of these blind spots are limiting beliefs that need to be challenged by a coach and worked through with practice, support and accountability. Many can be bad habits we've just fallen into that we're not aware of because success tends to cover up our deficiencies. And the benefits of coaching are just as valuable whether you're a new speaker who wants to speed up your journey to success or someone who's been speaking for years but know they can be better. Remember, a coach is your external eyes and ears providing a more accurate picture of your reality and someone who can guide you through or refresh the fundamentals, breaking your actions down and building them back up again. So if you can get a coach or someone that's a bit more experienced than you, then that would be great to help you on your speaking journey. Okay, so my key messages for this episode are, if you are just consuming content and never taking action, then stop. Now is the time for you to take some action and put that learning into practice. Secondly, if you think you're as good as you can be, Like Atul, I want you to consider if that's really true or whether you're just playing small to stay safe. Lastly, do incorporate the three pillars of practice, testing and experiential learning into your speaking journey. If this episode resonated with you, I would love it if you can message me or come on over to the Speaking Club Facebook group And let me know what action you're going to take. And I wanted to share with you two options that I've put together so that you can put these three pillars into play uh, working with me. The first is the Snackable Story Challenge. We've revamped this based on the first cohorts through. Now it's a free five day challenge and the next one is starting soon. So if you want to discover your authentic voice and personal stories so you can connect better, engage powerfully and sell more, then you can grab your space on the next challenge at saraharcher.co.uk slash challenge. The second option is the Speaking Club Live membership. It's a safe space where every week you'll have the opportunity to practice your speaking skills, test your message and material and get expert feedback and coaching from me and valuable insight from other members. You'll also get a monthly Q&A session with me plus other bonuses. I've made this as flexible and as affordable as I can and until 30th of October, there is also a special founder members price. And you can find out more about Speaking Club live membership at saraharcher.co.uk slash club. But whether or not you choose to work with me, I just want you to get into action in some way. Don't be stuck on that treadmill thinking you're going forward when you're actually not really getting anywhere. I've put a link to Atoll's TED Talk in the show notes if you want to hear that in full. And I just want to say thank you for joining me again. I do hope you got value from this episode. And if you did, you can leave a rating or review over at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. So that's it. Have a wonderful week. And don't forget to go out, grab 
your speaking by the nuts and get into action. Bye-bye. Getting to practice your speaking in front of an audience is a crucial part of testing your message and developing your skills and experience as a speaker. Yet opportunities to do this in the right environment can be hard to find. Add in the chance to get expert feedback and coaching on your content structure and delivery and the opportunities are even fewer. But that's what you'll get as a member of the Speaking Club Live. Each week, we'll be focusing on a different aspect of business speaking, from pitching to presenting to videos and lives. There'll be hot speak slots and you'll get the chance to practice sharing your message, your storytelling, your humour and all the different aspects of speaking in front of me and other members. Then you'll get feedback and coaching from me and your peers so that you're moving forward on your speaking journey with accountability and support. If you'd like to find out more about how you can become a member of the Speaking Club Live so that you can build your confidence, improve your delivery and become a better speaker, then go to saraharcher.co.uk slash club now.